Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 25th episode of International Waters. Yeah. Woo. Yes. 25 Woo. episodes. That is more episodes than the Beatles had number one hits, folks. Wow. wow. That is more episodes than The Sopranos has Emmys. That is more episodes than there are episodes of the Showtime series, Episodes. <laughs> and what a 25 shows it's been. It's been a perfect collaboration of UK and US talent, a transatlantic mashup of mirth. And don't our two cultures harmonize well? Like Phil Collins on the American Psycho soundtrack, Eminem using Dido on his song Stan, or P. Diddy sampling Sting on Missing You. One thing is for sure, Americans will always glom on to the Brits to make themselves look cooler and classier. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. Let's play International Waters. For the country that has never once said potato from the United Kingdom, he is a stand-up comedian who you can hear on the BBC's Now Show and Bigipedia, Nick Duty. Hello, Nick. Hello. Also playing for the country that is just one letter away from God shaving the queen, it's Brummy stand-up comedian and writer Susan Murray. Hello. Hello, Susan. <laughs> Susan, I'm looking at it in the script. What the hell is a Brummy? Um, it's a person who's from Birmingham, but I'm not actually yeah, from Birmingham. I'm from a, an area outside of it called the Black Country, and you never want to get oh. those two mixed up, especially if you're in either of those areas, because you probably wouldn't survive it. <laughs> wow. Jeez. I didn't, I didn't expect to get threatened. I was just, I was just <laughs> asking a simple question, Susan. Brummy from the street. Sweet Lord. Now, we're going to get to know our teams a little bit better throughout the show, but for now, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this time. Well, you had one, didn't you? It sounded a bit I, like, special. Uh, Very was, special. I a place name, Biggleswade. <laughs> uh, come again? Biggleswade. Biggleswade, what is that? That is a place. That is a place name. Okay. The, the, the UK is full of ludicrous place names that you kind of pass on the motorway and think, where the hell is that? There's, there's a place called Beer, right. isn't there? At least one, yeah. Yeah. And what was yours, Susan? Because um, I was asked to come up with something that encompassed Britain, and I thought bus replacements, as in bus replacement service. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never felt more ignorant in my life. Okay, what, well, the, what do you mean? The, the trains here frequently um, stop, break down, lines are shut. So when you bought a train sure. ticket, the, it's, the, it's the three words that strike terror into the heart of any train passenger, bus replacement service. So you all get off the train oh, no. in a miserable mm, mood, then you get on a coach... And then you sit in a traffic oh. jam for several hours and you're late for everything. And you've paid for a train ticket, but you're actually on a bus. Oh, geez. Well, you're talking to people in Los Angeles who have never used public transportation no. ever. No, no, oh, no. Let's go with Biggleswade then. Biggleswade <laughs> right. it is. Biggleswade it is. Moving on. Playing for the nation that traded its moral authority for some magic beans. It's LA stand-up comedy <laughs> treasure and the host of Max Fun's Lady to Lady podcast, Brandy Posey. Hello, Brandy. Hi, that's me. How are you? 
I'm doing great. I'm okay. doing great. Good. It's a beautiful sunny day in Los Angeles. It sure is. Couldn't be happier. Oh, little sunburn from the weekend, but it's okay. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. A good April complaint yes. mm-hmm. from Los Angeles. Also playing for the nation that has a heart of gold, a body of gold, and a house made of gold filled with gold encrusted gold. He's a veteran <laughs> actor and stand-up comic who's been on Conan and Craig Ferguson. It's Matt Knudsen. Thank you, Dave. Happy to be here. Wish I could have got a little more gold in my intro. Oh, but well, hey, listen, it's okay. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> you, but you got, you got golden hair. <laughs> a beard that is flecked with gold. Well, thank you, thank you, thank Looking you. sharp. Your voice is sounding terrific. Well, thank you very much. It's bassy. It really is. It's resonant. <laughs> it's resonant. Yes. All right, Team US, what is your buzzing mm. word? What word best encapsulates the spirit of the United States at this moment in time? You know, I think we're going to go with McDonald's. McDonald's. Yes. yes. Yeah. America's number one export to the world. Uh-huh. We're giving people high cholesterol and heart attacks. Over First. nine billion served. Uh-huh. Over nine billion. Uh, what? There is a McDonald's in Biggleswade. Oh, I'm sure oh, there is. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are several. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you guys were in a McDonald's? Brandy? I used a McDonald's bathroom last week. Okay. <laughs> I think that counts. That counts. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall... I would say six months ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's something about like being on the road when you're in your car. You're just yeah. like, screw it. Yeah, it McDonald's. That should be their new it's probably logo. probably the last time that I was at an airport in the AM because that's right. the only time that I'm like, I can get McDonald's breakfast. Because right. if you're not eating crap at an airport, are you even at an airport? Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is like, what do people who don't drink do in airports? Ugh. Like, what do you do? I don't know because I don't, the, even talk to those I don't even talk to those people. <laughs> All the tablets. Yeah. You're just surrounded by tablets charging. Oh, God. UK, do you ever get to a McDonald's? I can't remember the last time I went to a McDonald's. No, not since I was a kid. Yeah, no. I, I think the last time I had a McDonald's was when I was in Nashville with my cousins and suffering from overindulgence the night before. <laughs> you want a McDonald's? Yes, yes, I do. I want all of the McDonald's right now. Yeah. That kind of scenario. It is, it is very, very helpful. It's And it's also, it's fake food. I think the last time I was there, it was a good five years ago, having a Lenten uh, filet of fish yeah. on a Friday. Oh, sure. and, yep. and somehow in the last, like in the years previous since I had been there, uh, it, it, like everything is per- the bun is perfect and unblemished and, yes. and circular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just it's like everything was made by a food stylist. It's uh, wrong. Yeah, it it's is. wrong. Yeah, I, I do, talk about it all day. I do want to like <laughs> congratulate you on using the word Lenten. Thank you. That was really yeah, and it's completely in context. Really, nice. it was really well done. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Spoken like a true occasional Catholic. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you guys a Michaelmas McFlurry? <laughs> a what? I don't know. Mickle- Throwing out random ancient holidays. <laughs> McFlurry. Lent. Michaelmas. Oh yeah, no, we do get we get we get the shamrock shake, shamrock we get the eggnog shake. shake, that kind of thing. If it weren't seventy five percent fiberglass, I would probably drink one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a seasonal McRib. Yeah. yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. for some reason seasonal. Oh god. Well I'll tell you okay, listen, we could we could do forty five <laughs> minutes on McDonald's. They don't get enough publicity. But so we, we really should be talking. You're about. Absolutely right. <laughs> All right. We are loving it so far. But let's get into international <laughs> waters. <laughs> We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers. Okay. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. You know, like the world's fattest baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buzz in with your <laughs> buzzwords when you know the answer. Question number one. This week, Fox announced its latest reality show slash Milgram experiment. In it, a group of 12 women are tricked into thinking they will be competing for the chance to marry whom? Biggleswade. Oh, UK. Their future selves. That is in development, but that is not the correct answer. U.S. to steal. Um, McDonald's. Is that The Bachelor? 
Justin uh, Bieber. Oh, do I need to use a buzzword after somebody's no, already no, used no, it? No, okay. No, <laughs> I think what's your sticking different... to the rules. <laughs> um, yeah, who do they think they're competing for the chance to marry? Bill O'Reilly. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is Fox, right? He's a hot ticket. Right. Oh, yeah. But you are both incorrect. The answer is Prince Harry. Oh, wow. The show's going to be called I Want to Marry Harry. It will star 12 American women who were flown to England, put up in a castle, and wooed by professional Prince Harry lookalike Matthew Hicks. Wow. Oh, right. True so story. actual Prince Harry has not agreed to marry the winner of the show. <laughs> I know that's the real shock, oh, he's right? Such, he's such I mean, a crude, it, isn't yeah, he? It's, it's <laughs> not, it's, it is not beneath him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is the general feeling? on Prince Harry in the UK? Oh, we quite like him because he's, he's a bit wrong. He well, most of us have at least had a sauna with him. <laughs> I've played pool with him. No, really? <laughs> no, of course I haven't. Oh. Do you think I'd be talking to uh, you, you if you, I had? You could have kept going with that. You would have absolutely had us going. I'm just assuming they scooped these contestants out of a Mensa meeting. Is that why they got these ladies? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Joe Millionaire all over again. <laughs> but with a crown. All right, now there's a chance for both teams to score a point. Team U.S., Tell me one single thing you know about Prince Harry. He dressed up like Hitler in a church. That is true. Uh, he's an active serviceman. That's true. Those are true things. Two points. Oh, yes. Team UK. USA. 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 Just that's, that's, so score some points. He, wasn't, he didn't dress up as Hitler in a church, did he? he? It was a party. Both those things happened at the last wedding I was at. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he did dress up like Hitler, and I'm in charge of giving the points. So, yeah. okay. but Team UK, I'm just being Britishly pedantic. <laughs> Team UK, you each have a chance to get a point if you make up a fun fact about Prince Harry. Well, Prince Harry's real dad is Nick. Oh, <laughs> here's another one. Uh, he did not hire that Nazi uniform. It was just something in his grandfather's closet. Uh, laying around the house. Two points for the UK. It's a tie. Question number two. British satire writers took the week off when holidaying Prime Minister David Cameron got attacked by a what? Biggles Wade. (laughs) McDonald's. Oh, UK got in there. Uh, I think he got attacked by the press normally. Uh, No, he got attacked by, wasn't it a jellyfish with really good taste? It was a left-leaning jellyfish. I completely missed this whole story. I thought the answer was going to be like his own repressed conscience. (laughs) Nope. Nope, Never happened. No such thing exists. But yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. Two points for you. It was a jellyfish. After ignoring warnings from Spanish lifeguards that there were loads of jellies down there, (laughs) quote-unquote, the PM waded into the sea anyway and was stung by a jellyfish. And according to The Guardian, this is an absolutely true story, his exact quote was, ouch, ouch, ouch. (laughs) Wow. So there you go. Wow, the speechwriters took the day off, didn't they? (laughs) The question is, who peed on him to make it stop her? Nobody, nobody would. Nobody, we wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire, let alone being stung by a jellyfish. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Let's move on to question number three. Domino's have announced the first sign of the apocalypse, a pizza that is toppings and cheese on a base made of what? Um, McDonald's. McDonald's. Cookie dough. No. (laughs) God, that sounds good. It's burgers, isn't it? No, neither of those is correct. Uh, UK to steal. Biggles Wade. Is it lard? Battered ice cream. (laughs) Basically. Basically. You're you're close. You're warm. Is it just just low-density Cholesterol? <laughs> you, you are great out of the heart. You are awfully close. I can't give it to either of you. The answer is fried chicken. Oh, oh wow. Fried chicken. Oh, the specialty wow. chicken pizza replaces a yeah. traditional dough base with 12 pieces of breaded and fried chicken. That what? just means no, that That's means no, no carbs. That's perfect. Oh, that's, that's not perfect. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's breading. 
breading. Breading and scorching hot oil. That is not good. I do think we should give Nick a point just for the guess of cholesterol. Yeah. Can yeah, we, yeah. Can, I just yeah, got my show, but I'm just yeah. saying yeah. that's, that's <laughs> easier <laughs> opponent, but that's awfully magnanimous of you. Thank you. We right. like being the underdogs. <laughs> for a bonus point, buzz in and channel your inner Don Draper. Pitch me some ad slogans for the specialty chicken pizza. One point for each good one. McDonald's. Fuck it. Biggles Wade. Fuck it. <laughs> One point. UK. Um, uh... Crushed down south to fill your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> One point each. Wow. One point each. 30, 30 minutes or less. Yes. <laughs> All right. Question number four. A Louisiana school teacher raised hell on social media after finding what in her Starbucks coffee? Biggles Wade. UK. Is it the devil incarnate? No, but you're warm. Biggles ways. You're warm like you're in hell. A a Masonic three-eyed mermaid. Nope. Nope. <laughs> US? McDonald's. Uh <laughs> What's the a answer? Pitchfork. <laughs> no. no, no, but you're you're Get really close. close. Um uh, McDonald's brimstone. No, no, God, you're all dancing around it, but the answer is a pentagram and the number 666 drawn oh. in caramel. <laughs> True story. Uh, Listen up. Good Teacher barista. Megan Pinion was served two lattes with satanic messages written in the foam. <laughs> and she posted the devil drinks to the Starbucks Facebook page where they quickly went viral just when you thought Starbucks couldn't get any more evil. <laughs> what, did they, what did they explain? Oh, I'm sorry. We thought that was for management. <laughs> yeah. Exactly it. For a bonus point, this is open to everyone. Name another way Starbucks products could embrace the devil. Uh, McDonald's. Yes, U.S. Uh, you should have your endorsement man be Anton LaVey. Okay. Sure. Leader of the Satanic Church. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Biggles yeah. Wade. Throwing out some. Yep, UK. We could set fire to them all. Because it's all flames, isn't it? It flames in hell. <laughs> Just burn True, them all down. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Point I like for it you. Too. McDonald's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, make uh, the extra shots uh, actual shots from guns. Because <laughs> murder. Because murder. murder. When in doubt, say, because murder. Because <laughs> murder. It's my catchphrase on stage. Because murder. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> perfect. All right, let's recap the scores at the end of that first round. The UK is in the lead with seven. The US just behind with six. And we are furious. We are furious. Uh, UK, how are you feeling after that first round? Smug. <laughs> and here in the U.S., we biblical. feel cheeky. I don't know if you, yeah. Americans can feel cheeky, but... Yeah. Oh, we feel we cheeky. We feel we cheeky. feel cheeky. On this show, you absolutely can. Now, we're going to get to know the team... We have 14 different words for cheeky. Sorry, say what? We have 14 different words for cheeky. <laughs> You're like Eskimos with snow. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get to know the teams. In between rounds, we're going to say hello to the U.S. first. Now, Brandy, uh-huh. you tell a story in your stand-up about being aggressively hit on by one David Carradine. Please oh. <laughs> give us a quick... Oh, man. Uh, notes. Six months before he died, uh, mm-hmm. I was standing outside of the UCB Theater to go watch a show there, and David Carradine walked out of a bar down the street. We yeah. make eye contact, beelines it over to me in line, puts his hands in the small of my back oh my and my friend's back and just goes, ladies, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, probably going to the comedy show that I'm in line for, David Carradine. Yeah. And he looked at me and he looked up at the marquee and he said, comedy <laughs> – Comedy is a waste of your youth, <laughs> which is probably the meanest but also truest thing that's ever 100% been. Hundred percent true. And I was like, "Whatever, Carradine, what are you doing the rest of your night? Don't judge me." And he's like, "Oh, I'm going home to paint on my computer." 
And I was like, what does that mean? When what are you painting? And he closed his eyes and tilted his head towards heaven and he just went, naked ladies. (laughs) And I was like, I need to see that someday. So he wrote down his email address and crumpled it up and pressed it against my collarbone and then just walked off into the night. Wooden pan flutes falling home in the wind because it's carity and that's what happens. And his email address was, uh, I can tell you now, uh, it was... Is dead, dead, dead. David at AOL.com. Oh, of course. Wow. Wow. So I would put it I would put it on my buddy list and like my G chat every day and at like three PM like clockwork he would sign online and it was like David Carradine has a boner right now. Yeah. It's a thing that I know. And then six months later I never signed on again. Oh <laughs> boy. That's I know. the pebble out of my hand. Oof. That is fantastic. I, I told that story one time and there was a woman in the audience who just went, Oh no. And I was like, What's what what does that mean? What does that mean? She had been engaged to David Carradine's oldest son. And I was like, Well I'm going to tell this story anyway. You weigh in on how true it sounds. And yeah. at the end she was like, That's hundred percent right. That I is know. I know it's right. Oh, <laughs> wow. Straight Carradine, no chaser. Thank you for sharing that of with course. us. Classic. He's Kill my guy. God, yeah. Thank you for unburdening yourself. <laughs> Goodness. Matt Knutson, you yes. are a veteran actor your roles have included an elf yes a Nazi bot (laughs) a transvestite and Jesus Uh, who is the strangest celebrity who's ever hit on you Boy, oh boy! Uh, well, it's it's funny because about six months before he died, mm-hmm. David Carradine. Came out. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, my gal pal. I don't <laughs> really get hit on, and if I do, I guess I might be so clueless to it because I've been married for so long. Even if yeah. someone's like blatantly throwing themselves at me, just like, hey, I'm glad we can be good friends. Yeah, yeah. It's hit on. I don't. Kn- I don't know. I, I, there was this woman who uh, I, I, I did a show, uh-huh. and she came up to me afterwards, and it looked like she had literally just kind of rolled out of a dumpster of some kind. And she yeah. gave me her card, and all it said was her name and producer. Oh. And she's like, I have a movie in the works. Maybe you can come back to my place, and we could talk about the role a little bit more. I really see you playing it. Just like, <laughs> she tried to Robert Evans you. Oh, man. The kid stays in the picture. Yeah. Oh, that's and in this scenario, the picture is... Me. (laughs) Hollywood's pretty skeevy. It's the skeeviest. I'm going to take a shower. We're going to get to know the Brits a little better after the next round. But first, this break. Hey, have you guys heard that Ladies to Lady podcast? Yeah, bro. We listen to my girlfriend all the time, and it's made a relationship so much better and healthy. But even though our relationship is healthy, I still totally want to date Barbara, Brandy, and Tess because they're so funny and smart and pretty. Oh, my God. That's so nice. What? Oh, they're here. That's right. I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. And I'm Tess. And we're Lady to Lady. We're a podcast. It's the three of us. We have a fourth girl on every week. We solve lady problems. Just hang out. Talk about stuff. Sometimes we have characters. We get weird. You can listen to us every Wednesday. We got a new podcast out. Go to MaximumFun.org or iTunes. So it's Wednesday. I can download it right now. Oh, my God. I better go. I can listen to it while I'm bench pressing my quads. Yeah, bro. Tight, bro. Welcome back. You are listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for... Thank you. Yeah, I'll pause Whoa, for a wide applause. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Whoop, whoop. With us playing for the USA are Brandy Posey and Matt Knudsen. And over in London, playing for the United Kingdom, Nick Duty and Susan Murray. We're going to catch up with the Brits after our sound round. Ooh. Get your ears warmed up. Uh-oh. This episode, our sound round is called Animation Damnation. 
Now, everybody loves kids' shows, but one country's nostalgia fest is another country's nightmare fuel. You will each get questions about the other nation's animated shows, with bonus points awarded if you can maintain your sanity. Because these <laughs> will drive you mad. Oh, you're presuming that we have sanity. Well, you do, you're, like, you're hanging by a, a, a thin thread, and we are going to test it. We're starting with Team UK. This mixture of live action and animation starred WWF Hall of Famer Captain Lou Albano. This is just for the UK, okay. because I'm sure, Matt, you know this. Now, this might sound easy, but I'm going to need the full <laughs> and complete name of this show. Let's hear the clip. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. It's the Mario. The Mario right, UK. Is that <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte Church sewage virgin first single? <laughs> that, uh, if it's not called Do the Mario, then uh, there's a lot of guesswork about is to it, go on. Is it, can, I, can we have a clue? Is it a cartoon of a computer game? It is. Ah. It is. It is not called Do the Mario. Well, should we guess then, on, then. Super Mario Brothers? You are very close. You are very close, but I can't give it to you because it's called the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yep. Uh, it, it featured uh. Captain Lou Albano apparently doing the voice of every Muppet. <laughs> every Muppet. <laughs> it ran weekdays from 1989 to 1991. It was basically a half-hour Nintendo commercial that kids woke up very early to watch. For bonus points, U.S., can you sing the rap version of the Mario Brothers theme song? Oh, no. And we can wait all day long if we have to. (laughs) Mushrooms, genies, stars, and such. Look at Luigi. Get in touch. It's a super (laughs) Mario Brothers show. What? If you don't know, then now you know. Yeah. Sucker. You guys can't see, but I crossed my arms at the end. I loved it. I love that Brandy was was an able hype woman. (laughs) Yep, yep. I love that you uh, urge your listeners to get in touch. Thank you. Maybe through postcard. (laughs) I did give her a beat to jump. (laughs) Take it. Brandy, can you count Matt back out of his trance now? (laughs) (laughs) I channeled Lou Albano. You guys didn't see it uh, because it's a podcast. There's rubber bands. Hands on my face. Oh, <laughs> yes. <boy>. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> we actually, I think we have a clip of the actual Super Mario Brothers rap song, maybe. Oh, wow. Is that what that is, that this clip is? Let's find out. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing our games, like the others who get all the fame. If you think it's in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked from the brothers. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's awful. I'm really not hearing a lot of things different than what I did. No, pretty much. You're very close. Point to Matt Knutson. That's the most 1989 thing ever. Pretty much nailed it. Okay, Team UK. Let's move on. This next cartoon premiered in 1993, and it taught kids to take care of the environment. And given the lush, rich state of our ozone layer, it absolutely worked like a charm. Let's roll the clip. Our world is in peril. Gaia, the spirit of Earth, can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet. She sends five magic rings to five special young people. Kwame from Africa with the power of Earth. From North America, Wheeler with the power of fire. From Eastern Europe, Linka with the power of wind. From Asia, Gee with the power of water. 
And from South America, Mati with the power of heart. And from the wow. UK, John with the power to cue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when these five ethnically diverse kids used their magic rings, who did they summon, UK? Uh, I, I don't know if I, was, I want to say guardians of something. Nope, nope. Uh, they, they summoned a very specific superhero. Oh. With a pretty unimaginative name. Brandy Posey is chopping at the bit. No. No. No, it was Spider-Man. That is not his origin story. (laughs) Wow, they have fucked with that at all. How many goddamn times do we have to tell that guy's origin story for it to sink into your head? Eastern Europe, man. (laughs) Nope. Sorry, I cannot accept any of these as much as I would like to. The answer, of course, Brandy Posey. Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Ah. Can't give you any points, but that is the correct answer. He's going to take pollution down to zero. I thought he was like a supermarket avatar. Yeah. <laughs> nope, no, he's he's real. And in fact, bonus point to the U.S. if you can sing the Captain Planet theme song. Captain Planet, he's, he's a, a hero. hero. He's gonna, gonna take pollution, pollution down, down to zero. zero. Gonna help us put us under bad guys who like to loot and plunder. Whoa. Asunder? Yeah. Asunder. asunder in a child's theme song. No big deal. The 90s were great. But was it just God, put <laughs> asunder? Put yeah. asunder. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Put is way too quiet a word to have asunder coming after it. <laughs> it really? Oh, rend said, asunder well or They vaguely murdered a lot of people in that show. Oh, I've never heard asunder used without the word rot in front of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rent asunder. Uh, asunder is you one of those words that when you hear it in a something? song, you know wonder is coming up. Yeah, yeah. Wonder. It's like un- if the word unfurl didn't rhyme with girl or world, we would yes. never hear it. Never. We would literally never hear it. So, yeah. So, okay. UK, Captain Planet was a show with a strong environmental message. It was also the first cartoon to feature a kid dying of a drug overdose. Wow. Uh, and a kid with AIDS. My so, yeah. And it was not the same kid. It was yeah, two different kids. He was yeah. A tro- yeah. yeah. AIDS and OD'd. Hey, uh, unlucky heart- Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The heart kid was the worst. Mati was just the worst Mati? of the five. What he was, was, what he, was he, heart was his thing. Oh. It was just this like whiny little kid with bangs. He was awful. I thought it was when I he heard that. I thought it said with the power of hot. No, <laughs> hot. like oh that right, would have been power. A cool power. <laughs> a stereotypical no, no, no. Totally the Mexican the with guy. his chili. <laughs> Yeah, just he's got the power of hot. Basically, that show was it was Ted Turner, and it was his. Uh, I'm not making this no, it's up. True. It was his idea and his creation. He's like, we need to get kids involved in the environment. Yeah, and this is what they the and somehow big for it. Bring asunder into the the theme song. <laughs> Those are my only new, notes. Teach them a new vocabulary word. We're learning. Yeah. So UK, what did you guys ever do for the environment when it comes to kids shows? <laughs> we've, yeah, recycled, really, we've recycled a lot of old jokes, I think. Okay, yeah. good. That one point. <laughs> All right, last question for the UK. This single 90s cartoon spawned the Adult Swim Network, which is responsible for some of the greatest, weirdest, and most successful shows on television today uh, if you smoke a lot of weed. Please identify this show. Why do we always hurt the ones we love? Why, Banjo? Why? Banjo! 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 All right, what was that? UK. Was that Sea Lab 2021? You're so close. You're so close. You're so close. Have I got the wrong number? No. No, you got the wrong number. Sea Lab 2021 sounds like a great drug of use, doesn't it? Like a really good recreational (laughs) drug. Yeah, man, it gives you massive 
tits. <laughs> uh, do you want to take a swing, Susan? I, no. <laughs> no, okay, that's fair, that's fair. That was a clip from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, I love that show so much. Oh, the greatest. It was a cartoon late night talk show known for its limited animation and insane premises. In that clip, Space Ghost is lamenting the loss of his giant mutant sea monkey, Banjo, <laughs> whom he killed with his arm lasers. It's a long story. It's a long story. How do you guys feel, Team UK, after that round? Uh, just uncultured and with a lot yeah. of reading to do. Good. Well, then we've yeah. succeeded. Yeah, it had been Ren and Stimpy or Duckman, but like they're oh, really, yeah, yeah. really obscure. Well done, well done, you. No, I've seen Space Ghost, uh, yeah. Ghost to Ghost. Yeah, but you're a nerd. Uh. <laughs> He's a lovely nerd, though. I'd argue that not knowing those things somehow makes you more cultured. It's true. Yeah, yeah, you spent more time on on quality. Just haven't smoked enough drugs or something. <laughs> that, that's a great thing to pull off. I'm afraid I've never heard of it because I'm so cultured. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy reading Shakespeare, I'm afraid. <laughs> Top up cheerio. I'd have no choice to, to believe you with that voice. Now let's shift the action to okay. Team US. Yes. Here is a British kids show that is still watched today. Tell me what's going on in this clip. Come in, come in. Are you reading me? Message from President Wensleydale. Come immediately. Look like we need it by the press. Let's go. Ah, oh, easy crew. Thank goodness you're here. Cause me need you to help me, please. Me think there must be a thief on the loose. Taking away all of the cheese. Me can't believe it. The whole of my cheese stock gone. All right. So we got, we, there's a president. There's some stolen cheese. What is the name of the show that you just listened to, U.S.? Uh, well, I'm going to do my whole segment in a British accent, if that would be all right. And I believe that program is the Reggaeton Good Time Gang. Oh, you're 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 dancing on the edge of it! <laughs> wow. I was gonna I was gonna say who wrote past the duchy because I think <laughs> yeah. it's the voices and <laughs> musical show. youth. Right. Amazing so reference! Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I think like uh, if I could high five you through the internet, I would do it now. <laughs> You I'll are. Do, there we go. I will do that on your behalf. There it is. Hey, it's been done. Hi, hi, hi. It has her. been done. Uh, unfortunately, no, I cannot accept that. That was Rasta Mouse. Rasta Mouse. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Mm. I'm going to look up It is the adventures of a Rastafarian skateboarding, crime-solving, reggae musician, Mouse. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> tale is uh, old as time. time. <laughs> One quick question for the UK. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Patois Mouse. Is that real? Yeah, it, that, that is real. Yeah, that is a real thing. It, is it true that some British parents were a little bit outraged by it? Is that uh, correct? Yeah, uh, accusing it of being racist until people pointed out, well, no, some people do have that accent. <laughs> if you yeah. Yeah, go to accent. the West Indies, it's full of people with what you think is a racist accent. Does <laughs> <laughs> the mouth have dreadlocks? Does the mouse have dreadlocks? I, I think we all so. know the answer to that question, but UK, does the mouse have dreadlocks? I believe so. Well, sure. sure. I think we all believe so. I Bonus point to the UK if you can sing the theme from Rasta Mouse, which I'm dying it. to hear. I want to hear it. By the way, I've never heard it, so there is no wrong answer. <laughs> Rasta Mouse, Rasta Mouse, Rasta. for all you know, he lives beneath your house. Rasta Mouse, Rasta Mouse, Rasta. I've totally made this up. Rasta. <laughs> you do get a point, but, you know, we actually have a clip of the theme to Rasta Mouse, so let's hear it. I bet yours is better. Nick's is better. I bet you want a minute. Nick's is better, I can tell you right now. <laughs> Zuba, 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 danga. Zuba, 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 
Rasta Mouse and Scratchy and Zuma, also known as the Easy Crew. Crime fighters, they're very special agents, playing reggae when the work is true. Give it up, give it up, give it up for the Easy Crew. Stopping mysteries in the neighborhood, always there to make a bad thing good. You can just tell that song was written by a white guy in Surrey, can't you? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh, and Garage Band. Yeah. he like oh, saw man. Yellow Man in concert once and thought, like, "I got this, I got this." Uh, give it up for the Easy Clue. Did I hear that? Crew, crew. Oh, yeah. Easy, oh, easy Clue. I, I was waiting for the line. I totally made this up. <laughs> <laughs> Next was oh. way better. It was just way better. Next was better. Point to them. Oh, All right, U.S. Uh, before we go on, we know it's very fashionable to look at old TV shows and say, "Yeah, that was a little bit creepy." But I defy you, jaded hipsters, to find anything at all that is off about this next clip. There's a room at the back of his shop that's very dusty and full of cobwebs. The floor is covered with boxes and tea chests. There are shelves along the walls, and the shoe mender keeps all the forgotten shoes and boots in here. There are shoes and boots everywhere. Some have been here for years. This room has a very special secret. And only one person knows it. Who do you think that person could be? No, it's not the shoe mender. The only person who knows the secret is me. Can you keep a secret? Can you? Promise. Uh, uh, like all of my Spidey sense from every very special episode of every sitcom I have ever seen is tingling up a storm. Dudley's about to get molested. Oh, Dudley's yes. going to get touched. Yes, he is. Matt, did you do the voiceover for that? As a matter of fact, I did. There's a very special room in a very special house. Don't tell your parents. Oh. U.S., what was the secret about the shoes? What All, was the secret? At, uh, this is a legitimate guess, David. Okay. During the night, the shoes come alive. That is absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah. That is absolutely oh, correct. Yeah. Nice That's work. First. Wow. That is absolutely correct. It was a cartoon wow. called Shoe People. <laughs> Two points for the U.S. Uh, what is up with shoe people? Oh. <laughs> was, that a, was that a shoe doing the narration? Is I think that, that was Simon Pegg. I'm not mistaken. Uh, who was doing the narration there, U.K.? Uh, he's in prison now. We can't mention him. Oh, certainly. certainly. <laughs> Operation U-Tree. I know Very all about cool. it. Yeah, he worked for the BBC in the early 70s. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Say no more. Say no more. Gotcha. Oh, boy. So, UK, do you remember the theme tune? One point, if you can sing it. And again, any answer is correct. Uh, <laughs> Go, just, Nate. You're the musical No, no, one. no, no, no. Your turn. <laughs> You remember it so well. <laughs> I love shoes. They're on my feet. I love shoes. I got a lot to eat. That'll do. <laughs> I totally Will it go? made this up. <laughs> I forgot that line. That'll do was part of the theme song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just never cut it out. The guy walking in the shoe. Uh, okay, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do. Clumsy All right, editor. I'll give you, I will grudgingly give you a point, but let's listen to the theme from Shoe People. Dave, I understand a lot of their jokes were tongue-in-cheek. Oh! Oh, that's why you're here, Matt Knudsen. One point for you, just because I feel like it. 
goodness. Shoo, 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 people. It's nice that they're employing people with a speech impediment. That's uh, really true. That's really true. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It was actually just meant to be called people. <laughs> like, that sounds not even in the word. How do you stutter that? <laughs> Spitty well, Nicky. That's a point for Nick. Well, point yes, for Nick. point for Nick. Why not? You're being awfully generous with the points that are mine to give, Matt well, uh, I love losing. What can I say? <laughs> We're doing a spectacular job. U.S., here's the intro to yet another classic 80s British TV show. This is a story about an ordinary teddy bear. When he was made, they found something wrong with him and threw him away like a piece of rubbish into an old dark storeroom. Then, from outer space, a spotty man brought him to life with his cosmic dust. He took him to a magic cloud where Mother Nature gave him special powers. That bear became... Okay. You asked, what did that bear become? Oh, wow. It's as easy as it could possibly be. Yeah, pretty much. Super bear? You're close. Incredibly space close. Space bear. Oh, Mega boy. space bear. Mega space... <laughs> David Cameron. No, no. That bear became... UK, you wanna you wanna school us? Super Ted. Yeah. Super Ted. Nick, oh, Nick, Ted. Nick knew all the words yes. to that that opening I section. You could ask him to, to, could ask him to recite <laughs> them again. It was kind of there were there were a couple of unnecessary steps. Like why didn't Mother Nature just intervene immediately? Why did the space yeah. guy have to come in with the dust? Sparkly space guy. Origin story of any superhero in the entire pantheon. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's a pretty whack origin story. But Mother Nature is never mentioned in any other episode either. That's just just it's just in the credits. <laughs> of course not. Does the sparkly spaceman stick around for the show? Or yeah, is he he's in the heart. He was the played by my dad's father. No, that's not right. My friend's your father. Grandfather. Your grandfather. Your grandfather. <laughs> my head hadn't decided whether too. I was going to say dad or father, so I just said both and left out my friend. My, yeah. my friend's dad. Who's that? Really? Oh. Wow. Who's Blair. your friend's dad? Who's your friend? Lionel Blair. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't know who Very that is. camp entertainer. Yeah. I love the name Lionel. That's a good name. We no. don't use it enough on this side of the pond. No, we no, do not. no, no. Nor do we use Graham, but pronounce it Graham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do more of that. So wait, uh, UK uh, British kids shows—they seem to be about shoes and mice and dusty storerooms and crime. Have you ever mm. thought about making things a little more aspirational? Well, we don't have bears here, so Super Ted was pretty out there. I'm, I'm still terrified now. I still have nightmares about Super Ted. As you should, as you should. All like all three of those kind of freak me out a little bit. They're a little creepy. We have dang- we have creepy. Danger Mouse, don't we? Danger Mouse was yeah. awesome. Yeah, we still that was going to be my next guess. Danger Mouse, uh, Danger, Danger Mouse, Mouse and uh, Man. Banana Man. Yeah. Oh God, that must be a Banana. nightmare to say. Banana. Banana. Banana, banana, man. Man. banana Man. You just have to add, a, add an R to any word to make you sound more uh, erudite in British. The bomber. Banana Man. There it is. Wow, you sound brainy. <laughs> were the Teletubbies British to begin with? The Teletubbies yeah. were British. We know. We, we know several Teletubbies. We, we know Tinky Winky pretty well. Stop and it. Who, oh, he's, he's in a real life? Comic over here. Yeah, and no, there were two stand up <laughs> comics that were uh, John Simmet as well. Oh, right. He was um, also a wow. teddy debate. But the Tinky Winky, he got fired. I think, wasn't he smoke, caught smoking blow in his no, they trailer? Just, <laughs> he just made that up to make some money out of the tabloids. Uh, absolute nonsense. 
God, you, wow. your your country <laughs> is fascinating. And I, and I felt a little bit superior for a moment, but we did just reveal that we had Captain Lou Albano as uh, Super Mario. <laughs> so we can't yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't be too smug. <laughs> After that round, here are the scores. Oh, Doctor, it's a tie. The U.S. and the U.K. have 11 points apiece. I'm going to interject and give the U.K. another point. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Let's say hello to our British team, Nick. (laughs) I'm always this altruistic, Nick. There's no need for these points where I'm going. (laughs) Dead men don't need silver. Uh, Now let's say hello to our British team, Nick Duty. Nick, you created Bigopedia, which is a satire of the internet for the BBC. Tell our Anglophile comedy nerd listeners why they should seek it out. Oh, I really hope you do. It's, I'm, it's the thing I'm proudest of that I've ever done. Uh, two series on uh, BBC Radio 4 of uh, Bigopedia, which is like um, somewhere between Wikipedia and Google and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If the book mm-hmm. in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was an evil, all-knowing, gradually growing computer mind. Ooh. Cool. Um, so it's it's just this multi-layered thing where you have the articles that is it's it's, it's like Wikipedia if Wikipedia was based in a completely fictional world, but then there's which other la- yeah which <laughs> some of it is, um, and all the layers of all the people who contribute to it, but then it gradually becomes all-knowing. Oh wow! Mm. I in fact you're you, you're about to get you're about to get downloaded, Mister, yeah. for the drive <laughs> oh, home. Please do I like it. Yeah, so everybody check it out. Bigopedia. Bigopedia, cool. Susan Murray, Susan, your comedy CV. God, we're so British on this show. <laughs> your comedy CV is extra long, but it says here that you are the first woman to MC decompression gigs for the British Army. Tell us about that. Uh, this is true. Um, when the troops go to, well, British and American troops go to Afghanistan, they, they before they send them back to the UK, they stop off at a, a location I'm not allowed to tell you about because... Um, sure. I'll, I'll then have to kill you. Um, oh, and so. <laughs> they sort of just have, like, they have music and comedy, and they can be quite, depends on which regiments are in, they can be quite notorious. Um, they can be quite slightly bear pit esque. Um, but yeah, um, they've only had four women performers in total, and I don't think any of those women had ever MC'd, and I MC'd one while I was over there and made a little bit of history. So that was lovely. Wow. Cool. So cool. how did it go? Awesome. Can you tell it us? It went that? really well. It went really us? well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Good. I'm glad to hear it. That's awesome. Good. I I, I'm legitimately, your... sincerely glad to hear that. that is... <laughs> All right, thanks for being here, guys. We'll be right back with our final round after this. Hey, I'm Jesse Thorne from MaximumFun.org. Last year, we got together with some of our favorite comedians and musicians and put them on a boat. It was a huge success, and we had such a great time, we decided to do it again this summer. The second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival set sail on July 25th though technically there are no sales. Comedians will include W. Kamau Bell, Karen Kilgariff, Greg Barrett, Moshe Kasher, Kyle Kinane, Natasha Leggero, and more. Our music night is hosted by the great John Roderick of The Long Winters, and you can check out Gene Gray and others. To learn more about the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival and to book your passage, visit boatparty.biz. The Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. Comedy. Music. Shuffleboard. Hey, welcome back to International Waters. Let's move on to our final round. Both teams have 11 points. It's a tie. So even if this last round were worth one point, 
it would be the deciding factor. But it's yeah. worth one million <laughs> because we just sort of feel like it. <laughs> sure. oh, so wow. here's the deal. Our producer, Colin, is about to flee the godless UK for a more puritanical life here in the United States. Oh. We're very excited about that. And Colin, we've got you some knee socks and a hat with a buckle on it. Uh, in your honor, this round is called Jump Ship. So here's the deal. Things are going down the tubes. A crumbling economy, out-of-touch politicians, god-awful reality shows. You will notice that these comments apply easily to both countries. <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side of the Atlantic, though. So in this game, you'll be given a chance to escape your hellhole of a country <laughs> and win immediate pretend citizenship in the opposing team's country. All you got to do is tell me why the other country would be so lucky to have the both of you. Maybe it's your encyclopedic knowledge of the Stone Roses or Coronation Street or uncircumcised men. <laughs> or maybe it's that you'd be the best-looking gay man in Britain since Steptoe and Sons' Wilford Bramble. Maybe it's your sexy brown hair, your piercing gray eyes. Or maybe it's the jaw that puts the lantern and check out that fuckable lantern. These are all claims that anybody could make. So just, you know, I'm throwing out some ideas. Feel free to get more specific. I didn't know there was a camera in here. Better <laughs> <laughs> so. put our clothes back on, Nick. For one million points, tell me what makes you so awesome and so special and so worthy of instant U.S. or U.K. citizenship. Biggles Wade. Winners will be immediately deported. Wait to be called on, Susan. <laughs> Although you do go first. So excited. You are going first. So, Team U.K., Nick and Susan, your time starts now. I'm related to David Crockett by marriage, and that's a true fact. That's a I could bring oh. modesty to the U.S. I have so much. I have modesty coming out of my ass. <laughs> Fuck me, I'm modest. I am the modestest man you've met ever. <laughs> I rule modesty. <laughs> but what kind of U.S. things would you excel at? Eating. Great. I'd do really well at eating and not doing any exercise. Oh, per- welcome. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Now's a bad time to mention I don't drive, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would give cab drivers a lot of money in your country. Okay. Okay. I was waiting for the rest of that sentence. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's plenty. I, I'm not able plenty. to drive a car. I, I, I would uh, walk around getting annoyed with staff, I think. Oh, you assume you would have staff? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so. I'd be really rich. I'd have lots of staff. And I'd, I'd, I'd become a lot posher than I am because I'm actually scumbag in, in the UK, but you actually really don't get it. Oh, my God, I love your accent. Where Everybody over here hates my accent. Oh yeah, no. Whatever that you, you don't, don't you don't realize it's, it's, it's the amazing. most it's the most berated accent in the in the country. You, you, you be standing oh. next to a nuclear physicist physicist from Alabama, and everybody assumes that you're the plausible one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <absolutely. laughs> yeah. yeah, you're in. You're in. All right, your time is up. Wow, I think yeah. that was really, really. Your time really is up. Well done. Mm-hmm. Really well done. I'm, you know, I'm half convinced. Mm-hmm. U.S., you got two minutes on the clock. Your time starts now. Ooh, I uh, take it away, Brandon. I look first. great in a Union Jack dress. Mm. Uh, I I would like to also add, I'm comfortable being called a Yank. Yeah. So I got that going for me right off the bat. That's nice. I'm a really good token friend, I think. <laughs> you know, for for a group over there. Even when I'm not on the tube, I'm still minding the gap, which I think is important. Uh, I can take King's Crossing to Parliament anytime. Uh, I also have a square jaw, and I can really take a punch during a uh, a Parliament fight. Oh, yeah. which you know you see those break out every three months. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't like being in the sun. I know you. They're pale over there. That's <laughs> very true. I'm I, also one of those people that uh, I, I attract crazy people on public transportation, so I'd be a laugh for everybody on the tube. I already drive on the left side of the street. <laughs> I received several citations. <laughs> for Teach it, me but how. I'm training. 
Right. Yes. Uh, I'm able to spot Henry Winkler uh, on a single glance, which I think is also important. Is he, yeah. Is he British? Henry Winkler, I don't think he has dual citizenship, but I do know he lives over there. He I spends saw, time uh, here. See, see, there you go. There it is. Yes, uh, I, I saw the, a news report and uh, they like doing man on the street interviews, uh-huh. and they happened to just stop Henry Winkler, and uh, <laughs> they asked him about like uh, air traffic to Heathrow. He's like, oh, I'm for it if it could be, you know, less waiting time in the awesome. in the flight. And of course, the British guy said, and that means more. Happy days. Oh. Oh. There it is. Yes. There it is. Yes. Um, I'm Colin Firth's second wife, and he doesn't know it yet. Oh, oh hello. Smart. Yeah. So uh, my great 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 grandmother fucked Davy Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just dated. Uh, yeah, it was just didn't marry. Didn't get the. Didn't put a ring on it. Didn't put a ring on but, it. Uh, didn't put a coonskin ring on it. <laughs> didn't mend the crack in it. If you love it, put a coonskin ring on it. Um, I can. Uh, uh, I, I will tell our listeners mm-hmm. that Matt Knudsen's rap hand just went back it out. Did. It really put did. Put your hands up. Put your hands. I'm taking oh. my it's legs. his whole body into oh, it. Yeah. Really did. And you Beautiful. asked, your time is up. Yeah. Hey. Listen, you've both made some valid points. I think we need to explain to the British listeners that coon is short for raccoon. Raccoon. Yes. Oh, I'm not a horrible racist. No. (laughs) No. It was was the hat that Davy Crockett used to wear with the tail down. They called it a coonskin cap. We should maybe look into giving it a new name. (laughs) (laughs) This being the 21st century. Or just add raccoon. Raccoon. Raccoon raccoon, A raccoon skin cap. Mm -hmm. Or ring. Or ring. Or ring. Or ring. All right. I am tallying up the points. You have both made some very solid arguments. I'm convinced by both of you. I would like you to switch places. But just for the Henry Winkler story and the generosity throughout the show displayed by Matt Knudsen, the U.S. is our winner with 1 million and 11 points. Congratulations. Thank you, U.S. has won. Perhaps they can celebrate by partaking in the proud American pastime of browsing Netflix for an hour and then watching something they've already seen. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But Nick and Susan in the U.K., what a game. What a game. What a fight you guys guys put up. It was nail-biting, wasn't it? It was like a world chat. Heaven. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Nick, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh... Yeah, if you're in Edinburgh this August, uh, come and see me in Nick Doody versus the Debonair Assassin. Great. I like the sound of that. I'm booking yeah. my ticket right now. <laughs> Susan Murray, what you got coming up? I'm also doing Edinburgh, but my show is called Susan Murray's Fuckwit Club. Is that a true story? <laughs> yeah, it is. God damn Obviously, it. there's an asterisk when it's written down for, for publicity. Oh. You fucked an entire wit club? <laughs> They have I'm also such doing, I'm doing a play as well called Gagging for It, which is about stand-up comedians, so it'll be a real stretch for me. Great. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Where is that? When is that starting? Uh, that's Edinburgh as well. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. They'll all awesome. be in the big Busy. brochure. Love it. Brandy Posey. <laughs> uh, listen to the Lady to Lady podcast and uh, find me on Twitter at Brandazzle. All right. Brandazzle. Uh, my next stand-up comedy CD is called American. It is coming out on Rooftop Comedy, and uh, you can find it at my website, too, Matt Knudsen, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N.com. And uh, my website uh, also has Grabbing Lunch, which uh, Dave Holmes has been a guest I on. have been a guest on. Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Grabbing Lunch cool. Podcast. It's a good one. You get fed. All right. Here at, <laughs> here at International Waters, this is very exciting. We are quickly approaching our 500,000th download. Wow. We should hit a half nice. a million in the next couple of weeks. Maybe it'll be this very one. Cool. 
It's very exciting, but it's only the beginning as far as we're concerned. We're just getting started, motherfuckers. So please follow us on Twitter at IWPod. Like us on Facebook and help spread the word about the show. Brandy Posey, Matt Knudsen, Nick Duty, Susan Murray, thank you so much for playing International Waters. Pleasure. And you with the headphones. Thank you. Sitting on a plane, listening in your car, whatever you're doing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Thank you. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Brandy Posey, Matt Knudsen, Nick Duty, and Susan Murray. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by Stuart Barnes and at Max Fun HQ in Hollywood, California by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Asterius Kokinos, and our producer was Colin Anderson. See you next time. MaximumFun.org Comedy and Culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.